Hello, and welcome to the Friday Night Author Roundtable. I'm your host, Chris Baker, and during the next half hour, we'll be speaking with several very talented authors about their newly released books, what their inspiration was for creating their unique stories, and why it would be a great book to read and share with your friends and family. This next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable, a, a fun book that uh, I'm excited to find out more about. The book is called Dominic the Italian Donkey by author Emil Milone from Christian Faith Publishing. Emil, thank you for being on the show. Good to be here. Now tell everybody uh, a little bit about this story. Oh, it's a fun story about uh, two best friends, a little boy and his uh, pet Dominic the Donkey, and they go off on a couple little adventures separately. Dominic goes off and gives Santa Claus a little help in Italy, in the hills of Italy, and uh, the young boy Anthony goes out searching for the donkey, and they both have their little adventures uh, separately and then come together at the end. Now, what inspired this story? I was working. I went to a job. I do plumbing normally, and it was like 3 a.m., and it was Christmas time, and I'm in a parking lot, and it is completely silent and so peaceful. The only thing you could hear was Christmas music in the background and Christmas lights everywhere. And as I'm outside, it's very calm and peaceful, and I hear the song Dominic the Donkey playing on the music, and something just popped in my head. It was things writers dream of. I mean, my head just flooded with ideas, and I jumped back in my work truck, and I got a pencil and a piece of paper, and I started writing things down, and that's how it started. Now, this what, what kind of age group uh, are you looking at as far as like a target readership uh, for this? I think all elementary school students um, could be enjoyed. It's a very nice book for anybody, but I think elementary is a good uh, age range for this book. Yeah, that's what I was also wondering, because, you know, reading about the book and the subject matter and all that, I, I got to imagine this is probably like a, a book even adults uh, reading into kids are going to be able to enjoy it as well. Is that kind of what you had in mind? Actually, this story just came to me, but after I wrote it and I was reading it, uh, initially you think this is a children's book, but when I was done, I actually enjoy it, and I think it in, adults would enjoy it. Uh, it's a great book to, I think, read to your children to spend time with them, you know, instead of video games and all that. And I think all all ages would enjoy this book. Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to, to bring this book about and to be able to share this? Oh, they're very helpful. They're a very good company. Everybody there is friendly. And the great thing is they do everything for you. They will do everything for you, but the book and everything is all yours. The decisions are all yours, how you write it, your own creativity is all yours. They just help you along and, and they do all the hard work, which is fantastic. Otherwise, a lot of books wouldn't get out if we didn't have the help of people like Christian Faith. Now, is this something where maybe you'd like to turn this into a series or, or do some other books down the line? Um, I have had that thought. Uh, I What I'm going to do is we'll see how it goes. Um, if there's a demand for more, I can most certainly give the people what they want. <laughs> for now, I'm I'm going to do a let's see what happens. Now, now, when people do read this, whether it's, you know, uh, kids or adults reading this to kids, uh, what do you hope is the, the most important message that comes across when, when they read uh, Dominic the Italian Donkey? Oh, definitely. The best message would be just a family love. I mean, there's no there's no gifts in there or it's just the importance of family love and how it's the glue that keeps everybody together. And even friends, not necessarily blood, but, you know, very good friends are like family and even a pet is like family. So 
So family love is pretty much the glue of the whole story. That's a wonderful message, and uh, we we need more stories like this that, that emphasize love and family and that sort of thing. And I think uh, everyone's going to enjoy this book. The book is called Dominic the Italian Donkey by author Emil Malone. From Christian Faith Publishing, get your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, just a few of the online sources, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores. And Emil, thank you for being on the show. Thank you very much. It was great being here. Our next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable started out as a tribute and grew into an inspirational story that we can all uh, learn a lot from. The book is called One in a Million by author Tanya Sterling from Christian Faith Publishing. Tanya, thank you for being on the show. Uh, it's my pleasure, Chris. Thanks for having me. Now, tell everybody a, a little bit about this book and about this story. One in a Million uh, is a memoir and a personal narrative. It was actually never intended to be a book. I began writing as therapy after losing my husband, uh, the love of my life, on June 9th of 2017. After 35 years of marriage to a rare, rapidly degenerative brain disease called uh, Kruschfeldt-Jacobs disease, or CJD, the disease is said to affect one in a million worldwide annually. So the title is also a description of our marriage, and my husband was literally one in a million. Bobby... um, journaled his prayers and letters to our family and myself for many years. So my um, original intention was just to collect his journal entries and our love story in one place for our four children and their spouses, and we have nine beautiful grandchildren. So I began writing the day after he passed um, as therapy, and I just soaked in his more than 25 journals for weeks and um, was very, very healing for me. The book came together so smoothly, I actually just feel like God led it. Um, I'm not a writer. I'd never desired to write a story or to become a published author, so I just really feel like God sort of led this. Um, a book, a friend of mine read the book and felt strongly that his journal should be shared uh, by more people, and she encouraged me to send it to Christian Faith Publishing, and they loved it, and they published it, and here we are. Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to be able to, to get this story out there and to be able to share this part of your life? You know, I I questioned it. I really did. And there's kind of a surprise ending in the book that gives me confirmation from Bobby's own words that this was supposed to be a book. Um, I was very naive to the publishing process, and they walked me through the process. They cried with me. They were so patient and kind, and it was a wonderful experience. Working with them was so wonderful. Now, do you think this is something you'd like to do again, maybe another book down the road? I've been so surprised, Chris, that many people who've read the book have uh, contacted me and said that they would love to read more of his journals and would like to know more about our story. So um, who knows, maybe God will put it on my heart to write again someday. And when people do read this book, One in a Million, uh, and read about you and and your husband's story, what do you hope is the most important message that comes across to the reader? The, The thing I learned through his journals and just through his life in general. And my hope for this book is to help people to see the importance of living a life of intention. He lived so intentionally. He was intentional with his fitness, with his healthy eating, with personal relationships, with journaling. But most of all, he was so intentional with his prayer time and time spent with the Lord. And he sat for hours quietly listening for his still small voice. So I think that's basically the biggest takeaway from the book. It's sad that, you know, it takes the, the loss of somebody for, for us to learn lessons. But, but if, if, you know, there's good that can come of that loss, uh, it's, it's the fact that I think a lot of people are going to learn uh, from, from your husband's words and, uh, and from the life he lived. And I really think everyone needs to pick up a copy of this book. The book is called One in a Million by author Tanya Sterling from Christian Faith Publishing. Get your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, 
iTunes online at the brick and mortar stores. Those are just a, a few of the locations. And Tanya, thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much for sharing the book, Chris. Have a good day. For anybody who loves a good story about uh, tragedy turning into triumph and how God orchestrates it all, this next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable is going to be uh, right up your alley. The book is called In God We Trust. Further along the spiritual journey of a patriotic Christian convict by author P.B. Turner from Christian Faith Publishing. Thank you for being on the show. You're quite welcome, Chris. Now tell everybody a a little about your story. Well, my story is both a memoir uh, and a contemporary history. Uh, It covers 17 months uh, that I spent in a federal prison camp in Massachusetts. And it's a story about uh, my maturing Christian faith uh, over that time, and also a, a vision of America that I have that I believe is most conducive to, to guarding religious freedom. Now, what inspired you to, to take your you know, time that you had gone through this and, and, and put this down into a book and share this with everyone? Where, where did that all start? Well, it started uh, when I got in trouble. And uh, I felt I was being uh, mistreated by our judicial system. I had I had uh, seriously sinned, but in my mind had not broken any uh, federal statutes. And so I spent some time uh, doing my best to try to convince uh, uh, people that I had I had not broken any laws and uh, to no avail. And at one point, uh, God through the Holy Spirit finally spoke to me and said, "Look, uh, Peter, uh, you need to." give this to me. You need to let it go because I have bigger plans for you. And as soon as I was able uh, to realize that through prayer, the weight was lifted from my shoulders and uh, I felt I could go on. So I did turn it over to God. I pled guilty to one felony count and I was uh, sentenced to 17 months in prison. But uh, God was speaking to me the whole time. And he said, look, uh, there's a reason that this is happening to you. And I realized when I got in that uh, I needed to tell my story such that if, if even just one person uh, could come to Christ by reading my story, then it would be successful. Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to, to bring this book about and to be able to share this? Well, I, I think the Holy Spirit brought them to me. Uh, I did some research, and of course, everyone I had spoken to said, well, you know, so many people write books, but the hardest part is to find a publisher. And, you know, I called them and uh, the contact uh, that was assigned to me was so encouraging. And Christian Faith Publishing was very, very uh, instrumental in in this project completing. Now, this book, In God We Trust, when people do read this, what what do you hope is the most important message that comes across? There's several. It might be hard to find the most important. But in addition just to to trying to grow our, our Christian faith, it's also to take a look at uh, our country. I have in my subtitle that the book's by a patriotic Christian convict, and by that I mean the United States of America is an experiment uh, like none other in the history of the world, and it has produced an environment over the last 200-plus years that is truly conducive uh, to religious freedom. Uh, but I see that uh, eroding, and part of this first book talks about that erosion. And so... Uh, uh, another important message, I think, is for people to just to be cognizant of what it is about our country uh, that allows us as Christians to, you know, to spread the gospel. And uh, so I, I talk about how, uh, you know, the country was was founded and on what principles and how I see them changing, you know, negatively. Well, I tell you what, that uh, it's this is an exciting book. I, I think everyone needs to pick up a copy, and uh, you can do that. Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, just a few of the locations online, the brick-and-mortar stores. The book is called In God We Trust, Further Along the Spiritual Journey of a Patriotic Christian Convict. 
by author P.B. Turner from Christian Faith Publishing. And uh, thank you for being on the show. Uh, You're quite welcome, Chris. Thank you for uh, having me. Of course, from the time I was a a child to even as an adult now, I've always loved stories about superheroes. And, uh, you know, if you or your child are are like me, then you're going to love this next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable. The book is called The Healing Light, A Super Nine Adventure by author Sandy Brown from Christian Faith Publishing. Sandy, thank you for being on the show. I'm happy to be here. Now, tell everybody uh, a little bit about your book. My book is about nine children who discover that they are superheroes. I believe a superhero is a a real person created in the image of God, empowered by the Holy Spirit to shine the light of Jesus in extraordinary ways. And that's just what happens in the book. The children become superheroes of truth, kindness, joy, faith, wisdom, courage, compassion, and, and of course, love. And each superhero was sent by God with a specific mission. The situations they face are common to all children so that the reader will be able to connect. And that's just the first Part of the book. In the second part of the book, the superheroes get together, realize they're part of the body of Christ, and they battle against Satan as they attack the illness of cancer. What inspired this story? Did you, did you draw on any personal life experiences in, in creating the story? I certainly did. The story was written in a time of my life when I was helping with hospice care for my brother, and my 10-year-old grandson was diagnosed with kidney cancer. And it was during that time I started journaling, and God just put all the pieces together and put this journaling and put this all into a story. If you could say you have a a target reader with this book, uh, what would that be? Well, as a retired reading teacher, I know there's a difference in children being able to read the words and people really understanding. Certainly an independent level would be about fourth grade, but that's not, this book was written for families. It was written to connect the life stories of a mature Christian combined with the life stories of a child and that each of them in reading will draw closer to God's story. And I challenge them, there is a teacher's guide that goes with it, and I challenge them to be super readers. And the super stands for seek understanding through prayer and empowered reading. So it's a family book, and it's meant to be read together in more than one sitting. I've had people that have used the book in perhaps a Sunday school class, and they used it for eight weeks. Now, are we going to see maybe uh, uh, another book and maybe turn this into a series, more adventures uh, from the Super 9 down the road? I am certainly. The second book is written, and in the second book, these superheroes start depending on themselves instead of on God. And um, it is a battle of the fall, and I, I think it's, I am excited to produce that one. Oh, excellent. Well, we look forward to that. Now, now this book, The, the Healing Light, uh, when, when people read it, whether it's you know, uh, kids reading it or, or uh, families, like you said, reading it together, group reading it, what do you hope is the most important message that comes across through this story? I hope the message is that when we are fearful, when we think life is unfair, when we struggle with any life situation, that God is present and God is still good. 
that is a great message. And I, like I said, I, I love, you know, from the time I was a kid to now, I, I love superhero stories. And, and it's great to have a, a story like that with a with a positive uh, God-centered message. And I think, uh, you know, kids, families going to love this book. The book is called The Healing Light, A Super Nine Adventure by author Sandy Brown from Christian Faith Publishing. Get your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online at the brick and mortar stores. Those are just a, a few of the locations. And Sandy, thank you for being on the show. Thank you very much. Our next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable, a fascinating story, and I think we're all going to want to learn more about this. The book is called God, the Creator of Heaven and Earth is Real, and I Have Seen His Face by author Manuel Lopez from Christian Faith Publishing. Uh, Manuel, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, sir. Now, tell everybody a, a little bit about your story and about this book. The book deals with divine intervention. It's a little bit of history where I... Uh where I was born at, uh, the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico, uh, what life was like coming to uh, New York City, a great metropolis city uh, in Brooklyn, New York, uh, my life in the military, what God did for me while I was in combat as a Marine, uh, when I was dead in combat, actually, uh, where God took me to, and why he took me to this place in my uh, spiritual body. So his thought was, I want you to experience what it is to be dead, in the flesh, yet you are alive. So on top of that, it was wonderful because then uh, when I was finally met back out of the actual uh, fight that we were on with the enemy, uh, I was taken into a, uh, one of those camps inside the jungle. And of course, there I died three times, according to the, uh, the lieutenant that was pinning me my purple heart. So it was fascinating because all that time, God was showing me something that I was not aware of which uh, coincides with his word that, uh, you know, we died to the flesh, but we're not really dead. We're dead in the flesh, but yet we are alive. That's what the book is about. And, of course, uh, there are other parts in the book that uh, speak about where, in regards to the judgment, you know, it's like uh, it is a point that the man wants to die in the flesh, and then, of course, it's the judgment. In the book, they'll find where every person who dies goes to, because it is like, I called it the receiving room. Like when I joined Marine Corps, Everyone appears in that room there, and then, of course, uh, the book is open, and uh, it's interesting because if your name is not written in the Book of Life, then you are escorted, and, of course, the book describes exactly what I saw, uh, where you're taken to, and you await there until the final white throne judgment. So there's so much in, uh, in what God wanted me to experience for his glory and his honor. So this way, I can tell others out here exactly what transpires when you die. It's an awesome book because it really tells you the facts that I believe that uh, not too many people have experienced that. I mean, you die and that's it. You go into the judgment and you're there and then you'll wait there until the end of time, until the way like your judgment. But uh, it's really uh, fascinating that God would allow me to experience this so that I can tell others uh, 50-some years later exactly what happened. And much more, of course, in the, uh, in the book. Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to be able to to have this book published and to be able to share your story with everyone? Really, it was the first time that I ever wrote a book. It was a, uh, a fascinating experience because the cooperation that I got from them, it was just excellent. I remember one day I was watching TV and I saw the ad come on and I said, Christian Publishing, okay. I said, if anything is going to happen, Lord, it's going to have to be with someone who is one organization that is well aware of whom you are and that will be able to do and write the things that thou wants me to write about. And I went with them, and they were excellent. Now, now, when people read this book, uh, God, the Creator of Heaven and Earth is Real, I've Seen His Face, what do you hope is the most important message that the reader gets from this book and, and reading about your experience? What I want the 
idea, the readers to understand and accept is that this life is very short. It's a very short journey. And I want them to understand that the Almighty, uh, the Creator who created all of us, all His children, He gave His very best, which is His Son, to die on a cross so that man can be redeemed and be able to live in a state of perfectness uh, with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And I want them to know that, yes, you are going to die. But the question is, where do you want to spend eternity when you do die in the flesh and you find yourself in the presence of the Almighty God? What excuses are you going to give him, you know, to justify why you did not live according to the way he wanted you to live? So that's my message. Uh, I want to understand that this is real. God wants the best for the human race, all of his children. But he wants them to know that he is the creator and that they're going to seek him one day. Some to eternity and some to uh, eternal damnation. So my message to them is, listen, he doesn't want you to go there. Neither do I. The book is called God, the Creator of Heaven and Earth is Real. I have seen his face by author Manuel Lopez from Christian Faith Publishing. Get your copy today. Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes online, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores. And Manuel, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, sir, for having me. For, for many who love poetry like I personally do, you know, poetry uh, deals a lot with love, and, and there's no love greater than the love uh, of our Lord Jesus Christ, and I think that's at the heart of this next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable. The book is called The Destination is God's Gift, and So is the Journey by authors Eli Boone and Robert E. Dixon from Christian Faith Publishing. Eli and Robert, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Now, tell everybody a, a little about this book. Well, I just started writing uh my impressions of life, and suddenly I realized I write poetically in a natural way. And it's just all the frustrations and joys of living in a world like this, and you know, longer I have a perfect loving father, and he uh, loves me with tender love, but sometimes he has to discipline me with a tough hand. And my thought as I read uh, Eli's poetry was that this is a great tonic for anyone who is uh, feeling the trials, the diseases, the frustrations, betrayals, temptations, and guilt after salvation. What about everything that weighs us down, like an eagle trying to fly off with an elk? And that's kind of what I had in mind when I read his poetry, that this is necessary for the body of Christ. Yeah, that's what I was, I was wondering, you know, what inspired you to, to take this and put it to, into a book and share it? Where, where did that whole process kind of start for you? Well, I told Bob as a writer, and he wanted to see my stuff. You know, I showed him a handful of poetry. He asked me if there's any more. I brought over a ream-sized group of paper for him. He asked me if there's any more. Then I brought over a whole milk cart full of poetry. And it's kind of blew him away, and he said, this is really good stuff, I want to get it out to the body of Christ. Right. It's too good to sit in a box. But it's often a little too abstract to not need a bridge between the poetry and the Bible. So I felt the Lord to create that. There are hurting Christians out there who need to see how Eli handles his own heartbreaks. And I think uh, anyone reading this would gain a lot of inspiration and help. Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to be able to, to get Eli's poetry out there and to get this book out there to, to be able to help uh, those in the body of Christ? Well, they were wonderful. They're, they're very helpful. Their expertise in editing, in format ideas, layout, they were, they were beyond our ability, and we were very grateful for that. And Bob is the businessman. I'm the library and creative, so he did that part. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I, I got to imagine, you know, with every poem, people are going to get different things from different poems. But, but if you could say there's an overall message from this collection, what message do you hope readers get from this? God is available. He cares. He's present. 
and he doesn't care what how bad your sin is. There's nothing he can't forgive that he hasn't forgiven. I kind of think it's an expansion of David's words in the Psalms. He knows our frame. He considers that we are but dust. And because of, of that, we need to get rid of the concept of once we're saved, that God is our judge. That took place on Calvary. Jesus Christ took our judgment. And we live in a world that constantly bombarding us with attitudes. Many of them, is God pleased with this? And what we're hoping to do with Eli's poetry is help the body of Christ realize that all that was taken care of with the death of Christ. And we are now free. We're not free to sin, but we're free to not worry about it and focus on him and not on our feelings. Because the more we focus on our feelings, the more we're going to fail. It's just like when you're driving down the road and you happen to look at something on the left, next thing you know, the car is moving left. I think this is a, a wonderful book, and I'm a, I'm a huge fan of, uh, of works of poetry, and, and I'm excited about this, and I think everyone else should be as well. And, and pick up their copy. The book is called The Destination is God's Gift, and So is the Journey by authors Eli Boone and Robert E. Dixon from Christian Faith Publishing. Get your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores. And Eli and Robert, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for joining us for the Friday Night Author Roundtable. We'll be back next week with another great group of talented authors to discuss their books, their process, and their accomplishments. Have a great weekend, everyone.